This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thursday, Lori and Julia show, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. A little bit of snow on the way, but hopefully it won't amount to too awful much. Yeah, Donnie, do we need to cancel any of our beauty appointments tomorrow morning? It's expected to start around 10. Okay. What time is your appointment? She can make it. Yeah, it's, it's just, just like be one flurries. to three. It's nothing. It's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing. Yeah, yeah, you got a good car. You got four wheel drive. No, I know, you go I for know, it. Yeah, just, All right, it's here, a joke because, you know, whenever there's a, any chance of snow, that one place, the, the salons, every the cancellations just start but, coming in. Yeah, I'm sure. Doctor mm. appointments. Doctor appointments. Yes. Oh, yeah. Dentist. I canceled yeah. mine when it was just too much, and I'm like, I'm not driving in those. Depends on what you're going for, right? Exactly. If it was just kind of an optional thing, right, oh, yeah, I could do yeah, that yeah, next week. Okay. Julia Roberts has a new job. What is oh, it? Yeah. Well, she's going to be headed back to Amazon. Um, to homecoming? Nope. Nope. She is in talks to headline and executive produce the Amazon limited series, Charlotte Walsh Likes to Win. And it's oh, based on that I know based on a best-selling novel by Joe Piazza. The project focuses on a woman who leaves her job as a high-powered Silicon Valley exec. We just had her on six I months know, ago did, this yeah. summer, and yeah. moves with her family to her downtrodden Pennsylvania hometown. So it's that she can it's run Joe's for best book. Yes, and the adaptation hails from writer John Robin Betts, who did Exciting. Um, Brothers and Sisters. He was a writer for. I am. This is great news. That was that was a really I good bet summer. Joe Piazza's I know. So I'll excited. tweet her. You have I'll to tweet, tweet her. her. I'll tweet her on the break. That is a great book. And you know, we had um, we had someone send us an email today about our book reviews and and things like that. And a woman um wanted to know what our process was because she um had her book club read one of our books and. It was really hard for us. It was a book that you really liked. I didn't oh, like. Oh, last, last, last yeah. comic standing or last woman standing. Yeah. And she said. That was a dark, dark it book. It was so dark. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't like it at all. And But read it. And so we have, you know, we book our authors at the same time that we start reading the books. No, we book the authors oh, way, in, way, in, way, in advance. Way in advance. Yeah. And then we read the book. And then we read the book. And we yeah. just hope that the book is good based on the reviews or the little yeah. things we yeah. get. We don't. Right. We have no idea. Stop taking everything so personally is what I need to oh, say to dear. you. Oh, dear. Bread and beer. I mean, I like you get one lady vary. yelling at you I, about a book club pick and you're ready, to, 
Was you're ready. I know, but you were like really like all upset about that lady right. yelling at you on behalf she of her entire. She wasn't even yelling. She kind of was. All right, fine. You know, <laughs> well, you know, opinions are going to vary. We can't I know. guarantee you everybody's going to like the book. I, I know. gave that book looker that we just had on. You know, I liked it more than you did, but we took it down from three to two because yep. you absolutely hated it. Yep. So we're splitting the difference. Yeah, we we're splitting the Sounds difference. Fair to me. Yeah, but like for a book club pick, I mean. I think always it's someone. If you're picking a book club pick, there you need to look at a few different places what people are saying about that mm-hmm. book. Because some people don't like psychological right. revenge twisty books. Right. So in any given book club, even if you do an a historical fiction, if someone hates historical fiction in your book right. club pick exactly. and you pick that book. Yeah. So it's I always think that's kind of the beauty of a of a book club if you want to be in one is reading a book you'd never normally read because the thing with that last woman standing is the timing of that all coming out with the louis ck and Mm -hmm. that was just accidental it Mm -hmm. was about the dark seamy underbelly of the comic world yeah so you're right all right well how about the mass singer what how how about it the finale and people are going to watch it again in the end an artist best known for his auto tune won the mass singer competition who's that he pain oh, oh donny osmond who it is that's because no one knows donny osmond was the peacock and he came in second and third the the bumblebee was flipping gladys knight it was yes i thought people thought it might be her she was the bee and she came in third place are you kidding me gladys knight in third place and does the money go to their charity i don't know what they get (laughs) that's a lot of people figure out t-pain did drop an album last night he probably hasn't had a good album in a while i mean he's been around for a while and um he said, suck it, everybody who told me I couldn't sing. I just won a singing competition. Okay, singing inside a mask thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He's suck it, everybody. I know. That's gracious, isn't it? Woo! Anyway, so uh-huh. uh, who's missing next season? Well, they could get Lindsay Lohan. They could get Tara Reid. Oh, yeah. No, you have to do deep cuts. Yeah, those are good deep well, ones. Tara Reid's a good cut. That's yeah. a really, that would throw everyone but, off. But I mean, Donnie and Gladys, they must have just got paid to do it. A ton of money. Because, and I bet it was fun. Yeah, and it was an, a, a rating hit. Yeah. For Fox. There's nothing about charities involved in this show. No, there isn't. They just get sort of a gag prize. Yes, and they (laughs) just kind of like, they get their name back out there, I guess. I don't know. Gladys Knight just said that she just, because Nick Cannon straight up asked her, what are you even doing on this show? Oh, my word. (laughs) And she said. Shame. I know. Shame. He said, she said, well, it's about trying new things and being open to new possibilities, but I just can't get over the fact that she lost a singing competition. Competition to T Pain and Donny Osmond, but I don't. But it is. It's more than a singing competition. They have to be able to guess who you are, and no one knows. Not many people know who T Pain is. So Gladys Knight would be a much easier guess for the judges, and so would Donny Osmond than T Pain. I can't even tell you a T Pain song. Well, you can. No, I really can't. I bet I know it, but I will know it. But I mean, top of mind, I. 
who the heck is T-Pain? Oh, Julia. Oh, Julia, you're so <laughs> outdated. No, but I mean, you know it, but we just don't know it. This would be like playing that dumb game. Up, you, just say? you don't even know it. No, but I mean, he goes way back. Well, to what? Give me one. You're looking on the internet because okay, you can't I'll even tell you. Because, Julia, I don't ever know the names of songs. You know that. <laughs> can't believe it. Okay. Buy you a drink. I'm in love with a stripper. <laughs> bartender. I think I know five that o'clock, one. Five o'clock. I think sprung, I know that one. Chopped and screwed. Church. Best love song. And Dank and Patna. Uh, a lot of them are listed as explicit. If yeah, you know I know. I mean. You can't even go and play them, Donnie. I know <laughs> but, it. But, but buy me a stripper or call me a stripper. I feel like I know that one. I'm in love with a stripper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm in love with a stripper. It was, uh, it was, uh, it's T-Pain featuring Mike Jones, and he's interested in one particular woman, and he wants her to be with him and not just there at the strip club. Deep. Deep. <laughs> okay. All right. That's a deep cut. And last, before we go. Yes? The Larkin Legacy lives on <gasps> at World of Dance. It came back the other night with uh, Derek Hoff and, of course, uh, J-Lo. And uh, there's five Minnesotans on there. The new I contestants. I love this. Two Woodbury sisters, Ava and Ellie Wagner. Mm-hmm. Alex A. Ars, excuse me, Minneapolis. Kevin Avila of Oakdale and Sarah Guts of Forest Lake. They call themselves the Trilogy. All six of these people trained at the Larkin Dance Studio in Maplewood. And the Ragners are great-granddaughters of the studio's founder. That's right. And they kind of just, what they say about the reason they, they have our, so... Ava, I go, yes, yeah. mm-hmm. Why they have so many successful dancers out of the Larkin Studio. Why? It's right on Highway 36. Mm-hmm. It's because they run it. It's a family-run business. Everyone there learns how to treat each other with respect. And they ask... No one gets to have No one head. gets... And you're, they're passionate yeah. about dance. All right. I love it. Very good. I okay. love it. I love it. When we come back, it's time for Random Thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. I have very random randomness going on here today, which is no surprise. I I like that. All right. So there was a nationwide um, study done on most popular last names by state. Okay. What do you think Minnesota's were? It's like Swenson or Anderson. Johnson. Or Johnson, Johnson, something like that. Okay. Johnson, Anderson, and Nelson. Mm-hmm. And there Wisconsin, Johnson, Smith, and Anderson. Mm-hmm. And I saw Smith or Johnson or Anderson everywhere, so it was kind of funny. So, yep, that that is the And you truth. know the Swedish, Norwegian, you know, what that, yep. what that is all from? How it why Johnson Carlson? No, tell us. Nelson, no. son of Nels, son of oh. John, son of Sven. Right. So everyone was named Sven, Carl. Well, or just aunt. you would be. That's how the yeah. last name came yeah, about. That's how it started, in yeah. right. in the old country, Julia. And you know, you know how we got our a little barge. Well, I don't know how the Italians come up with the names or no, whatever, but that's a that's a Norwegian Swedish thing. Son mm-hmm. of Sven, son of, right. son okay. of John. I forgot that. Yeah. Today is Digital Learning Day. Oh. How exciting. I'm going to go to my computer right now and oh, tap in some yeah, numbers. Yeah. And Fat Thursday. <laughs> oh, Fat Thursday. Yes. New Orleans. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is this the big party Fat weekend? Thursday? I thought it was last weekend, but it might be this weekend. Um, okay. Fat Tuesday. Because yeah. next Wednesday will be Ash Wednesday. Yes. 
So next Fat Tuesday. Tuesday. Fat Tuesday. Fat Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. So they like to start it early. All right. Tomorrow will be Chubby Friday, and Saturday <laughs> will be obese Saturday. I love that King's cake. Oh, remember when we used to get that at Carlson? Oh, that is I delicious. Know. Okay, so this is something, and I don't know if I was out of town. I don't feel like I've been anywhere, or how we missed this news. But Barbie is teaming up with National Geographic for a new line of travel-themed dolls. Do you know about this? Um, I kinda, they're not selling Barbies. They're desperate. But listen to how smart this is. Okay, and I well, think as a parent, because I think the whole thing when you played with Barbies is your imagination. Yeah. You would have, sure. you know, so-and-so would talk to so-and-so. Well, let's go cook dinner. I mean, that was what was in our Barbie playhouse. Or let's go drive to the beach, Skipper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and you, you, you can play by yourself or with your sisters or friends. Yeah. So what they're doing is they are going to be um, a new line of career dolls that are going to feature um, careers that women traditionally hadn't done before in the Barbie world. So they're going to highlight different occupations. So They've the, done this before, Julia. We've had astronaut Barbie. Yes. We've well, had all these Barbies. But they're did desperate. we have the photojournalist, the astrophysicist, the wildlife conservatist? That's what I mean. They're desperate. But they also have new way to start, to travel. They have the dream plane, a helicopter. It's just a way to try and sell more crap. Sorry, all right, Jules. I thought it, but I thought it was just a all right. Fine. I know they just wow. aren't selling Barbies. Well, I'm well aware. People, kids aren't playing with them for whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe they should have other uh, people in the Barbie family that have other skin colors and that type of thing. They I don't know. Well, they've they do that. That they've done yeah. that. Yes, yeah. they've done. They that. just don't know how to get those numbers up at Mattel or all whoever right. bought the Barbie business. I don't know. I got to be in my bonnet about Barbie because Jaja Gabor's uh, six husband. And you know, was one of came up with the Barbie, and he's kind of a creeper. It's just he fresh in my did? mind. Her sixth husband. Oh, okay, but yeah. not the latest one. No, not the latest. Um, not that latest. One. So I'm, I'm a bitter Barbie. Just and I, you surprised. know, I loved Barbie. I, I love Barbie. So I'm I mean, shocked. You know. Anyway, I just that is what that story is. Is they are desperate. Well, of course, to get people. To, All right. You know. All right, then maybe you'll like this one. I don't know if you'll like this one, but I think this is a great idea because. In other countries, they have a biking route that goes from end to end. And in the U.S., we don't have a bicycle path that goes from end to end. It's a big country. I know, but guess what they're going to be having? Um, 4,000-mile trail that's going to start in Washington, D.C. and end in Washington State. It's going to attach to other gateway trails. And on the list, they have Capitol Crescent Trail, Chesapeake and Ohio Trail, Mm -hmm. Panhandle Trail, the Hennepin Canal Parkway Trail, and Casper Rail Trail. But they're doing this. Are they all old railroad, li- they railroad are, lines? Because no. they're doing this by on the way to Madison. They've got an old railroad, and they've this beautiful biking path. Yeah. You know, so you can go for 4,000 miles. Oh, my. That just sounds like a nightmare. Does it? I think it sounds kind of cool. Oh, how long would it take you? You would need well, to take forever. a leave of absence. Well, I know. You'd but, have to do it in stages, maybe. Oh, well, yeah. I wouldn't want to. I mean, but I kind of think that that's fun. That would be a little bucket list thing. Okay. You don't mind biking, Casey. For four thousand two hundred miles, I'm flying. <laughs> no. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh. I feel like you don't lie. No, nobody. I just, I'm wondering who has the kind of time to take that. You know, you either do that right after college or you do it if you're like how some long, kind of an Donnie, early retiree. Donnie, how long would it take you to do that? Well, 4,000 miles? Let's say, say 180. Oh, let's say you just. Months. Yeah, months. But like you, okay. Okay, if you went 80 miles in a day, the people that do the three-day AIDS ride, you know, the bike ride, that's 150 miles and it takes them three days. I mean, 80 miles in a day, that would be 500 days. <laughs> Exactly, Donnie. But you got to add more. You got to rest. You got to eat. Gotta... Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. maybe there's really you... p- pretty parts on the trail that you could see. I've got a lot of ideas for someday. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to bring my. I'd books. like you to just start uh, taking a vacation here and there. You I'm know? going to. You know, that I would just, be. Yeah. That'd be something. That'd be a place it. to start, Julia. Okay, Donnie posted <laughs> this uh, idle thread. Oh, yeah. It's like I've a bucket list. Plans. I'm like, the bucket list. <laughs> Listen, I've got two kids in college still. Oh, there we go. I'm almost done. I'm almost getting all them right, off the payroll. Right, okay, right. pizza, pocket, hoodie. Donnie has posted this. Yep. But I this don't know I anyone see. that would ever put a piece of pizza in their pocket. Well, but it's it's lined. Who like, cares? Okay. Would you ever want the cheesy crap in a Ziploc liner? No. But kudos to that person for coming up with something <laughs> that stone people might buy on the internet. <laughs> or a funny gag gift. Right? I know what we need. That would be a funny gag gift to give somebody with it a would. slice of pie in it, there. It yeah. really would. Oh, that would. Um Apparently, if you were in Huntsville, Alabama last night waiting for the crab legs crab legs to come out to mm-hmm. the buffet line, yeah, there was a little uh, disturbance happening. Um, Chiquita, Chiquita Jenkins. <laughs> Chiquita. She's the buffet restaurant manager, and um, she was waiting. Let me for- guess. Let me guess. The guy took like forty crab legs on one plate. Some guy took like the whole serving. Is that what happened? Mm-mm. Okay. No? She's not the manager. She was just there. Chiquita was there and she's waiting in line and the crab legs are late that day and they're not coming out. And mm-hmm. so we're here 10 minutes waiting for our crab legs. That's why people go to the buffet. But what happens? John Chapman. He took them all. He butted in line. Oh! And he oh. was waiting for the crab legs, but he butted Chiquita, yeah. who was up closer. So when the staff finally brought out the legs... Chiquita and John got in a little argument, like, you were behind me. No, I wasn't. You were behind me. And then people can look through each other and just pretend it's not happening mm-hmm. and go forward and yeah. do what they want to do. That's too bad. It turned into a sword fight. Oh, my. <laughs> they the each crab got a crab leg. They took the tongs <laughs> out of where you pick up the crab legs and started a sword. Hiya! Hundad! And then they started breaking plates <laughs> oh, at each God. other. Oh, yeah, An yeah. off-duty cop happened to be having his donuts... And crab legs that night, and he was oh, sitting there, was and he broke up the fight. I know it was. <laughs> My dad won't go to a certain uh, 
place up in northern Minnesota anymore because they've gotten rid of the crab legs in the buffet. And it's, according to him, you can't make the math work if there aren't <laughs> crab legs. It's not worth what? it's not worth the fourteen ninety five if he doesn't get his crab legs. He did the math. Well, oh yeah, I can understand buffet math because you and I do yeah. it yeah. when we're in Vegas. Do we want yeah, a buffet like, I, breakfast or do we just want? I can't eat thirty dollars worth I of eggs. I can't either. Yeah. Anywho, Chiquita was charged with assault. John was charged with disorderly conduct. All right. Damn. Get the pizza, honey. They should be charged the same. I think so, too. Yeah. All right. Listen, we come back. Um, what do we come? She's up on all the trends. This is the My Talk Now trending report. There are things you need to know. Now you know what we know. See more at MyTalk1071.com. Hey, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. That's how I know that J Melvin name that's singing with Selena Gomez because he sings Jay on Melvin. J Melvin. J Melvin. J Melvin. J Melvin. Oh, my. All right. So. You know, Sunday and Monday on HBO, unless somehow between now and Sunday, the Jackson family figures out a way to stop this leaving Neverland from airing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to air, and it's mm-hmm. a story on uh, Michael Jackson. And I went, I just checked on Rotten Tomatoes. It has, there are 40 reviews. Okay. 38 of them are positive. There are two bad ones. The um, Boston Globe called it riveting. Time Magazine said the Michael Jackson documentary is the in-depth survivor story. Me Too has been missing. It's that eloquent. Wow. Andy Cohen said it is jaw-dropping. We know Oprah saw it on her birthday in St. Bart's. (laughs) Yeah, she showed it to everybody, and she's going to be airing a a sit-down with the two um, men who were boys back then. So mm-hmm. anyway, the Today Show, they had Natalie Morales was all over this. So here's a little bit about uh, the Leaving Neverland um, series that's going to be on HBO. Leaving Neverland focuses on Wade Robson and James Safechuck, who were boys when they met Michael Jackson, and who tell similar stories of how they say they were abused for years by the pop icon. He told me if they ever found out what we were doing, he and I would go to jail. And I know my brother, I know he's not like that. That's not Michael Jackson. I know him. He would never, ever do that to any kid or anyone. Jackson's family says Wade Robson is lying. A bitter twist since when Michael was on trial for child molestation, Robson was the first witness who testified in his defense. Jackson was acquitted of all charges. He said Michael Jackson never did anything inappropriate. Private investigator Scott Ross says he interviewed Robson extensively before he was called as a defense witness. There was a reason why Mr. Mesereau put him up there first, because we believed he was the most credible. If Robson had been lying, then Ross says his story would have fallen apart under cross-examination. Jackson was found not guilty. And, you know, one of the things, I guess, that the filmmaker did is that... Um, the investigation into the loyalty that the two guys showed to Jackson while he was alive, because both men maintained privately and for years and in public defenses that he never molested them. But as you know, as children, they'd been dazzled 
by oh. this love for Michael Jackson. Oh, sure, and the Playland. Yeah, and um, so, I mean, Jackson kind of, he shows how Jackson, one of the things in in how they were able to say, no, this never happened, is that they got to feel like partners and protégés. They were exceptional children. He dazzled the parents with that. And um, the under-discussed fact of child abuse is that is that is part of the process. Mm-hmm. It's part of the thing. And so what what people are saying about it is that this is all very much like the pattern of what happens and that leaving Neverland makes the plight of the survivors feel like the most important thing. And the the guy, the the gentleman addressed that. Because they were like six and seven right. when they met Michael Jackson. And how long were Does it they... say, does it have it a little bit more in the story, Donnie? Oh, yeah, there's a lot more. Okay, let's play it. Over the years, Robson consistently so defended and praised Jackson in multiple interviews and public appearances. But over 20 years, talking about how Michael helped his, his life, how he was a great person to him, and he was his mentor, and just great things. But that changed in 2013 when Robson told Today that what he had said under oath in 2005 was actually a lie. The truth, he said, was much darker. He sexually abused me from seven years old until 14. In Leaving Neverland, James Safechuck says Robson's Today Show interview caused him to understand Jackson had abused him as well. He's not here to defend himself. I'm not going to let this happen. And it's a lie. It's all a lie. Right. It's about greed. it's about money. It's about greed, greed and money. Robson and Safechuck say they weren't paid to appear in the documentary. I want to be able to speak the truth. Director Dan. Oh, stop there. And so anyway, and as kids, both this James Safechuck and Wade Robson had three mm-hmm. things in common that made it be easy for this to happen. They had creativity, right? Talent, and they both had moms who were determined to help them. Be successful. Yes. And you know, you Robson ends up becoming Britney Spears choreographer. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's he he's he's known in the dance community. Okay. I mean he's been dancing since he was five. Wow. So and 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 when he was like five, I mean that got the attention of Michael Jackson because he was like this little mini because he was doing Michael Jackson right. moves and stuff like that. Let's play the next one, Donnie. Yeah. Ann Reed says the film is about their personal experience and defends not speaking to those who might challenge their accounts, writing, quote, we feel no need to include the opinions of people with no direct knowledge of what happened to those individuals. Jackson's estate is suing HBO for $100 million, claiming the film violates a previous agreement to not defame Michael Jackson, adding, Michael is an easy target because he is not here to defend himself, and the law does not protect the deceased from defamation, no matter how extreme the lies are. HBO responded, despite the desperate lengths taken to undermine the film, our plans remain unchanged. Jackson's family says Safe Chuck and Robson are hoping the publicity around leaving Neverland will benefit their ongoing civil lawsuits against Jackson's media companies. And they also, I guess, in this documentary, one of the things I think it was because these guys Con- were both paid, right? No, they said they were not paid. No, I, yeah, I think I, that's another kid. That's okay. another kid that he make, oh, made okay. a payment to. But one of the things that we hear in that. Um, there aren't any talking heads in this documentary. Mm-hmm. It's really just the two guys, their families. Think they're PTSD. Or well, PTSD. how one yeah. abusive relationship can do so much damage to so many other bonds. And HBO is 
you know, they're giving a warning that it is not appropriate for kids and that viewers who are, if you are, for whatever reason, sensitive to descriptions of child abuse or sexual violence, violence, don't watch it or fast have your finger on the fast forward. Right. Okay. Play the last one, Donnie. Well, the lawsuits Robson and Safechuck filed against Jackson's estate and media companies were dismissed before the documentary was made because the statute of limitations had expired. But both men are appealing those rulings. So, so now they understand that you've seen some of this documentary. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen when it airs Sunday? Uh, let me tell you guys, it is very, very hard to watch. It's methodical. It's very detailed. It's a very graphic account of the years-long relationships that Robson and Safe Chuck claimed they had with Michael Jackson. This is their story. It is damning. It makes a devastating case against Michael Jackson. It left audiences at Sundance stunned. You will be as well. And you're going to struggle with how you feel about Jackson and his legacy. It's not a salacious documentary. This is two men who are struggling still to this day, and it's very painful, painful for them to try to tell their story. And the viewer is going to have to decide if they choose to believe uh, believe them or not. So, wow. wow. I know. So, anyway, I, we felt that way. We were like, oh, we remember about R. Kelly. I don't know if I'm going to watch it. And then, you know, I ended up watching it, and no, I couldn't I'm, stop I watching it. I know I'll watch this. Yeah. It, you know, I know I w- will watch this. Um, it sounds powerful. Mm-hmm. It sounds really powerful, and um, you know, I, don't, I don't think the Jackson family are going to be successful. No, but I, I have no either. idea, you know, about I, the 1992 right. agreement. Like, does something last in perpetuity? perpetuity? Yeah. On, on a right. thing like that, when somebody well, obviously is, HBO isn't afraid of them. No, obviously. So not. if it's going to air, and it's gotten a lot of publicity, so we'll see what happens. Yes, and Rotten Tomatoes isn't forcing their. Um, no consumer reviews. You? Yeah, they no just one... had 40 professional reviews yep. under that. And then mm. after, after it's on, after people... it's airing, then people, yeah, they'll let them right. review it. it. Yeah, yes. they changed that just We're having to ago. fight the bots everywhere. Everywhere. And they're from North Korea, by the way. Yeah. We heard it from someone who knows. Yeah, well, I mean, that's been known about. If I you know. read any books about North Korea, they take, um, if you have any kind of an apt- aptitude for math or or anything i mean they like you're taken away from your family and you're yep. like that, that is that country is so well, oh, I, I i read that book the orphan masters i remember, remember that, that what book? was it called again the orphan oh Lori. you know who's read a lot of books about korea or north korea particularly um who? Uh, my brother. brother? No, my brother. He's read a lot of first person account. The yeah. Orphan Master's Son. And it was, uh, uh, it won the, the Pulitzer Prize yeah. for Fiction um, in 2013. It's such a hard book to read because of um, what happens in North Korea, the, the, the abuse that goes right. on and how people are treated and everyone's position. It's almost very Handmaid's Tale. No, Interesting. Um, everyone is encouraged to rat on each oh, other. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Donnie, did you ever read any of the memoirs or any of these North Korea books? I, I read mean, any this book books, is just, a, just articles. I've no, read this book was a big deal it. when it came out. I remember. It's a yep. book of fiction. Yeah. Yes. And it, but it was, it was so hard to read. I didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. It made me so um, uncomfortable. Yes, it did. It made me so uncomfortable. I just. 
was like, I don't know. And then my brothers read all these first person accounts of people and it's just a vicious, vicious society. And it is very dystopian in that because people don't have enough food and everyone's encouraged to rat on each other in order to maybe get sleeping in more and they do like all these weird things like nine o'clock every single night and seven o'clock every morning these anthems of these songs Mm -hmm, come mm -hmm. on and they're played in every village and i mean you know what i mean it does feel like that to me yeah well that's what a totalitarian state is yeah anyway so i couldn't read that book all right we got on that by the way we could buy michael jackson's neverland ranch we could they they can't get anyone to buy it well, it's on 2,700 acres. and They need to make a zoo or something or, something, or an or animal shelter. Somebody something. with a lot of money, it could, they could have. They should all, donate it. I know. All they, right. Now they want to try and get it's gone down from, they, they hacked it off $70 million yeah, off the price Just $70 million. Yeah, It's it. 31 Anyone yeah. interested. Okay. We'll be right back. We're going to Hollywood speak uh, Friendship on the Rocks. So what are you trying to say? the meaning of this. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But, all okay, right. Julia, now yes. we've had four days to reflect and, you know, we've read endless fashion things, all kinds of stuff about the Oscars. We had yeah. Lady Gaga and Kimmel. Telling us she fooled us all. She and Bradley wanted us to know that they were singing a love song, which I appreciate their commitment to art. But remember, our eyebrows raised higher than they can even lift due to the Botox. (laughs) (laughs) Um, When we're like, okay, we thought for sure when we heard Barbara Streisand was presenting, we assumed. And what do they always say about assume? Never assume, never disappointed. Makes an ass out of you and me. Oh. Yeah, that's what they say. Well, we did just really assume that Barbara was introducing us to Star is born. born. And when she didn't, and Serena Williams did, and then Barbara. That was such a weird thing. Barbara introduced yeah. um, Black Klansman as a nominee for Best Picture, and she had one of the funnier little scripts that she got she to did. say. You yes. know, the hat, the joke about her and Spike the hats and all of that. And you know, that was all pre written yep. and all of that. She. But apparently that was her choice. She loved that movie. No, she did not want to present. Well, that's... Did not want to come out. She found that. What do you think she said? What What was her reason? You're more in touch with Barbara Streisand, so we need you to Hollywood <laughs> speak her thoughts on why she chose not to introduce The Star is Born at the Oscars. Because hers is the best. Her version was the best, and I'm with her. I want, you know, why... 1976, bring, people. Yeah, why bring attention to the newer one? And she really, she was moved. She was very good at acting how moved she was at Black Klansmen. Yeah, and, and she said of A Star's yeah. Born, it's a good movie, it's going to be a hit. That's yeah. all she said about that's it. That's all she said. But do you think that's what she was just like, I really can introduce that movie with no. a straight face. Yeah. I need to be involved with another film. Yeah, I'll be there. But not with that one. Okay. Listen, her version is the best. Okay. Do you think the Academy producers thought 
She would? No, probably. No. <laughs> probably. We'll to do I bet Star they made that assumption. Yeah. Oops. That she would be honored yes. to, and instead, no, they didn't have anyone thinking like her, like yeah. Julia can. Lady Gaga's ex, fiance Taylor, Taylor Kinney, apologizes for liking a shady comment about Lady Gaga. Oh, I know. We've not heard one word from Jennifer Esposito and her long diatribe about ha. But anyway, um, on Wednesday, yesterday, yes. Kinney commented on a photo apologizing for liking a comment that somebody posted and it said stoked you got away from gaga hashtag hollywood weird taylor kinney liked that post and of course everyone noticed, noticed. it and he's on one of the chicago fire movies or chicago rescue or yeah chicago, chicago fire uh-huh and he just said today he took it back sorry I for the like it was an oh. accident i'm only proud and happy for steph oh i'm so bummed someone saw it well or you know what somebody else runs his account yeah but you why know? would anyone ever like that when it's negative about his ex-fiance? Because, like, okay, I'm just envisioning you're running a social media account for somebody and you're trying to get them to like all kinds of sure. things that show whatever. Think The bigger thing to think about is, like, who's looking at all these comments? Probably the person who commented that let that known oh taylor kinney actually yeah i mean you know one time remember madonna liked something yes. that we did and i had to call you from lee's liquor you lounge did. on a friday night you were so i excited. was so excited mm-hmm. we get excited about this yes. so any probably the person who uh bickle ford foundation bickle ford money trunk uh-huh bickle ford money trunk yeah and mm-hmm. chicago cut steakhouse mm-hmm. is where he is oh anyway he's apologizing yeah good. i'm only proud and happy for steph good yeah no word from Jess, Jennifer Esposito. She handled hers completely differently. Her ha. Yeah, that was the, the tirade yesterday. The tirade, tirade yeah. yeah. I kind of still think she meant something else. Well, yes, of course she did. But that's why she was an angry ha. It was an it angry was ha because people don't use that kind of ha to be ha ha. Right. It's funny. Okay. All these new rules, people. It makes my eyes I know. Well, what did Lady Gaga say? Uh, social, social media, media is the toilet health. of the internet. It is. And it's played, it's what it's done to pop culture. Yes, what it's it does. A, abysmal to what it's To done living to in the moment. Uh, uh, well, listen to this one. Okay. Because uh, some people could also say reality TV has been part of that. You know, cameras are rolling for oh, season 16 of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Fine. They were at work. Chloe was running errands. Chris was taking meeting. Kim and Courtney are attending the 45th birthday party at Nobu in Malibu this week. I showed you the photo of Kim mm-hmm. wearing the new jeans, which is the button over on the widest part of your hip. Well, it's Super like, flattering. you know, when jackets started doing the V and yes. started buttoning up the middle, they go to the side. She's wearing those jeans. Jeans. Fugly. Yeah, not good. And, and they it, look like a nice brushed velvet. Yeah, really they do. But here's the story. <laughs> Her her nightmare with Tristan cheating might be over, but everything's being filmed, but the footage may never air. Oh, and I'm please. putting that in quotations. <laughs> It'll air. Does anyone believe that anywhere? No. This will be the no. main storyline. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing all of the stuff right now. No one believes that. I don't. I know. Chris Jenner, who do you think you're fooling putting that kind of quote out there? The footage may never air. She's you air, you know. But you guys, with you talked tape. about it. Yeah, you talked about it. So yeah. she gets people to talk about. She yeah. just does. Okay, insider says Meghan Markle's friendship with Priyanka is on the rocks because Priyanka 
thinks Megan is a terrible person for not going to one of her 10 weddings. I so <laughs> She was crushed. This is so made up. Well, I don't know. So. Megan and Joe Jonas. This is from a pretty good one. No, pretty Megan, good source at page, page six. Megan and Joe went to visit Harry and Megan this summer at the Cotswell Cottage. Yeah. They're friends. After their wedding, yeah. they went to this to the cottage. If I was Megan Markle and my friend got married in India seventeen times, uh-huh. no. She's pregnant. Wouldn't but wouldn't you also be disrupting the wedding? All of it. All the attention would be on her. Well, the security. I would, and, no, and no, this, no, you would be. It, it would all be about you. And who yeah. would ever want that for a friend of theirs who was getting married nineteen times? Well, here's what Priyanka's people told Page Six when and they came calling. Okay, tell me. There are no issues between the two women. They are friends, and anything you're being told otherwise is inaccurate and untrue. Weird way to phrase it there are no issues between the two women why is that weird i don't there are no issues between priyanka and and miss mark i mean i'm just saying someone was in a hurry and they were typing on their but it's very it's very like uh terse that means there's i here's what happened they came to the cotswold harry couldn't stand joe jonas oh he's nick nick Nick. he didn't get along with them and he just said to megan privately Please don't make me do that again. And she said, don't worry. We're having a kid. They live in L.A. We live in England. We're hardly ever going to see him. I'll try and just see her one-on-one. But Priyanka got her undies in a bundle about that she didn't get asked to play more of a role in the shower. That's what I think. Like she wasn't like a co-hostess or something. Right, That's what it is. So I feel she's tense, but it all goes back to the two. You know how that happens. When I'm saying to, they're bigger than this. I'm saying I'm calling BS on this whole story. Are you? I totally am. I don't think I don't. I just don't. I, you're I not going to see wrong. those guys socializing a lot. I anymore. hope I'm wrong. You are. Okay. No. Okay. I hope we find this out. <laughs> okay. How do you feel about Rami Malek? I'm very worried that he's in final negotiations to be the Bond villain. Why do Oscar winners have to go to Bond? Is it just to get the big paycheck? Sure. Because Halle Berry got her Oscar, and then she did that Bond movie, and her career has never been the but same. I still remember the bikini she was wearing. Well, everyone, the orange With the bikini. white belt. Yeah. This mm-hmm. was talked about when Rami Malek was on one of the late night shows a few weeks ago. Maybe, Julie, you remember, where they asked him straight mm-hmm. out, are you going to be the new Bond villain? And he was very coy about his answer yeah but i mean you know i just like is it just to get the money it's I like would. a huge paycheck I and would. it's a small shooting thing maybe yep. whatever and it's a bond thing and you got to do bond i just worry about the bond curse well you know i wish it was idris alba filming this and oh rami is my, the, you are such a broken did, record but did you see how old and tired daniel craig looked at the oscars listen he barely had any eyebrows good Julia. lighting and so makeup silver. can change the world